Welcome back to the final fake news, final four. We're here in the Valley of the Sun for the ultimate face-off, and we do have a semifinal winner on both sides of the bracket, on the deep state side and also on the state-run media side. And I'm here with my uh, co-host, uh, anchorman Hesher from ACR's Boiler Room. Hello, Hesher. Hey, Patrick. How you doing today? Yeah, it's looking good. It's looking good. We're, it's a very exciting time of year. Obviously, March Madness is well underway, and we're just knocking on the door to the ultimate prize, the big trophy, the the, the champ, world championship of fake news. And uh, we've got some results, Hesher, uh, out of uh, votes are in, basically. Polls are closed. And we'll start. We'll start with the deep state side, um, and uh, no surprise there. The CIA has routed the New York Times fifty-eight percent to forty-two. My question to you, Hesher, was: Was it ever a contest? Nope. I'm sorry, Patrick, but it was a massacre. It was an absolute massacre. New York Times had no hope against the mighty deep state CIA machine this year in March Madness. It wasn't going to happen. Sorry, New York Times. You're going to have to do better than that if you want to best the beast. No, they Langley absolutely mopped the floor with uh, the New York Times there. And, you know, well, n- not to say they aren't working together a lot of the time, but that's that's for another competition. <laughs> but uh, so no surprise there. So the CIA uh, is, you know, almost on footing. You know, we can we call them a, a news agency? I think so. We can call them a news agency. So they're in the fake news Final Four. I mean, that really says a lot, Hesher. I mean, here they are. You know, they weren't expected to be even, you know, the people were saying, why are you in the competition? Why are they even on the bracket, right? And they, they started on the back of the deep state bracket. Here they are going for the title, basically, uh, next week, uh, April 2nd, we'll declare the winner. And uh, there they are, the CIA, right there in the championships. I mean... Who knew? It's not. Well, I can't call it a Cinderella story, really. Yeah, sure. I mean, it's not that though. It's uh, something else. Well, you know, they they really broke through with uh, hashtag Trump Russia. You know that that really kicked it for them. After after all the information came out between Vault Seven and the congressional hearings, uh, it's it pretty much clinches it clinches it for them. We we now know they're they're part of the the mainstream media. So you know, hats off to them for. You know, dropping the the veil, and boom, here they are, and they overtake New York Times on their first year in the bracket. Isn't that amazing? It's amazing. So if it's not Cinderella, then it's Beauty and the Beast. And so we know who the Beast is, so let's look at who's going to be the beauty over on the state-run bracket. We've got CNN against the BBC. Now, we had Basil Valentine on the show a couple of weeks ago, and Basil basically you know, had all his money in on the BBC. And you know what? And for good reason, so many people did Hesher. And the BBC jumped out to a huge lead. If you're following that poll in the first two weeks, I think uh, BBC was enjoying double-digit leads at most of the points on the polling. And then all of a sudden, guess what happened? Just two days ago, CNN then pulled neck and neck with the BBC. And I, I'm, I'm going to announce this now. This might be a shock to some, but not to us uh, over here in the know. On the state-run media side of this bracket, the fake news Final Four semifinalist champion, CNN edges the BBC 51% to 49%. Razor-thin margin, Hesher. Wow. Amazing. Amazing. They've come back from behind. 
Basil Valentine was proved correct last week when BBC edged ahead to our surprise over here. But CNN, they took the challenge. They took the challenge and they came back and they came back hard and they gained those points back. And look at them now, 51% to 49% winners. They proved, they proved, they really proved they're the fake news powerhouse that we all thought they, 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 they were. And, you know, the pedigree is there. Uh, the talent is there. Uh, you know, if you look at, it's, it's just incredible. So, you know, that's going to be the finals uh, right now. So that'll be up on our shout poll. If you go to our shout poll right now, we might just have the final poll up already. I'm not sure. We'll, we'll go have a look and see if, uh, if it's been updated. But so it's going to be for the fake news final for 2017 bracketology. We've got CNN against the CIA. How about that? It's a bit of an all in the family sort of thing, isn't it? It it's, really well, the is. Po- polls up already. We've already got five votes. <laughs> it just put it up five seconds ago. It's incredible. Yeah, everybody get out there and vote. This is the big one, everybody. This is CIA versus CNN. Who's going to take home the cup this year? Yeah, a bit of an incestuous final competition, but, you know, uh, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Someone's got to win, even if they're both in, if, even if it's all in the family, right? So uh, so we'll see how that pans out. Go and, go and vote. Get engaged. You can comment in that poll. That's our polls powered by Square Ops, totally unique polling technology pioneered right here uh, on the Sunday Wire. So uh, get in and vote. We've got a week. We'll announce the winner uh, next week. And so this feeds into, we talked about talent, Hesher. We talked about uh, the, the, you know, the, the real top fake news operators. Uh, and and the, the CNN almost has an unfair advantage because they have so many of them. Um, so <clears throat> this is going to really kind of tell the story of, of, of the next award which we're, we which, which have launched it's live right now uh, up at 21st Century Wire the 2017 Horace Greeley Award for Best Fake News Journalist uh, subtext obviously is outstanding work in, in mainstream fake news and uh, so if you've been following our Final Four this year you have also heard about this prestigious award for the best individual fake news journalist or media personality we can't call all of them journalists, of course. I know that, so we're saying also media personality, uh, because to you know to call some of these people journalists would be, quite frankly, inappropriate, uh, Hesher. But you know you've seen the field, Hesher, and you know who are you looking at right now? Who's who's tickling your fancy for the Hor- for the Greeley Trophy, the well, 2017 Greeley Trophy? Well, it's quite the list that we've compiled here. I don't know how one is to pick their uh, their personal MVP. At this point, I mean, you've got classics on there like Jake Tapper, who's uh, responsible for injecting the David Duke and KKK talking points into the election. Uh, you've got Jon Snow, of course, who I think a lot of people will be voting for uh, due to, to his breakdown of uh, Syria, his, his horrible comedy skit there. Uh, that he did. It's just awful. Terrible reporting on Syria there by Snow over at uh, Channel 4. But my current favorite right now is uh, is maybe Michael Weiss. I'd say a bit of a not so much of a, a big name. There's some huge names on here. But uh, Michael Weiss, uh, who claimed that women residents in East Aleppo were committing mass suicide in order to avoid being raped en masse by Assad's troops, uh, which I think is 
just one of the most ridiculous backwards speak, you know, terrible pieces of reporting to be allowed out there into the fake news stream. So that one, I think, takes the cake for me. If I was to press the button right now and vote for the Greeley Award, it would be for that guy. Yeah, it's pretty, I mean, he's a thoroughbred um, when it comes to fake news. Uh, Michael Weiss is incredibly uh, creative in terms of uh, what he's able to make up on the fly. Um, that, but the, the, some of the guys like that I'm looking at here, of, of course, this whole thing by the Washington Post, prop or not, some shadowy uh, group exposing Russian propaganda throughout media in the U.S. and who basically implicated global research and Robert Perry's website, Consortium News, and others as being in league with uh, Vladimir Putin and the Kremlin. That's Craig Timberg who is also a uh, fellow at the Stanford uh, Journalist School, which is interesting. <laughs> so, I mean, that, that was such a howler, that story. And it was run by the Washington Post. And so I, I sort of like think, you know, in one article will get you that award. That has to be an incredible story that you broke, which is fake. But, you know, I'm afraid, Hesher, that some of the gravitas of some of these personalities is going to win. And the one that I'm looking at here that could actually take this I know this is this is a bit of an outside shot, but Chris Cuomo from CNN. Mm. Um, he, he's he he really has a lot of you know the, the sort of all around. I mean, so this guy's the one thing he did which put him in the fake news Hall of Fame was he basically went on the air and told everybody, "Don't look at John Podesta's emails at WikiLeaks. Let us look at them, and then we'll tell you what's in them." Basically. Um, that's what Cuomo did. And that alone, almost, almost, and plus the Schweppes bomb plot, which he broke, and his source was ISIS, their website. And he, so, I mean, oh, yeah, yeah, he's sourcing ISIS websites. And, and let's not forget, I believe he also told people that it was illegal to look at the WikiLeaks documents. Oh, yeah. Not just, yeah, illegal. Like, so you're breaking the law if you look, yeah. But somehow so, he's not susceptible to those same laws that he's pretending to be fact that's what he says so i mean that i mean wow how can you that's pretty top good that then, then there's the overall star, star power of rachel maddow and her recent thing with donald trump's tax returns which she hyped to no end was tweeting about it etc then it happened it was just like the biggest flop uh it, you know since since geraldo rivera uh, opened Al, Capone, Al Capone's vaults in 1986. So, uh, Rachel Maddow, she could win basically on her star power. And there's some uh, little uh, little known, more unsung heroes in here, like Nicholas Kristof of the New York Times, the man who launched the, the White Helmets, basically. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a big one this year. That's definitely a big one this year. And uh, you're right about Rachel Maddow. That one's fresh out of the gates, you know, that... That's a, a, a current salvo, so she may get a lot of votes for that. She came out of the gates hard for, for the award time, the award season here. So, you know, the, the, here's, here's the feedback I'm getting already. I mean, God, my, my, the chat room's going wild. You know, they're looking at this, and uh, it, so how are these people in the honorable mention list? Like, the, the, the names I'm about to read didn't even make the top ten, and, and people want to know why. People are getting angry. Why, why is Anderson Cooper not in the top ten finalists for the Horace Greeley Award, and why is Wolf Blitzer in, in the honorable mention category? Oh, People the are humanity. Asking. How did Wolf not make it? They want to know. People want answers. <laughs> and I don't, you know, quite frankly, I don't know what to say because, you know, this is all done by 
uh, anonymous ballots um, through our committee um, that we work with, and it's a select committee. So you know, everybody's it's totally above board. You know, they're all neutral and non nonpartisan and so forth. So you know, what? How can you answer that question, Hesher? How you know? How does Anderson Cooper and Wolf Blitzer end up in the honorable mention category? Well, it's hard to say, you know, uh, like you say, the committee comes up with it and people vote and everything. And you know what? People like Wolf Blitzer and Anderson Cooper, uh, I think everybody is bored of them by now. You know, they've been at it so long. You know, we've got some power players in here. I'd say uh, even Brian Williams was lucky to make the list this year because a lot of his fabrications are a little bit um, stale at this point. When you look at some of the humdingers, that have been flown out, um, flown out by some of the names we came up with here in the list. Uh, how current they are, and what effective fake news salvos they were. You really got, you know, you kind of, you can understand how some of the stalwart names didn't exactly make it, you know. And there were some real loud names that didn't make it too, like Don Lemon this year. Hey, you know, honorable mention, but you're gonna have to do, you're gonna have to play a little harder than that next year, Don Lemon. Yeah, you know, no, it is. It is. Uh, there's a lot of talent in the honorable mention. And you're right. You know, if if this was a couple of years ago, um, it would really be. It would Anderson Cooper. It would just be a runaway contest. He would just take ninety percent of the votes. And Wolf Blitzer. So yeah, their star power has waned a little bit. And you know, Brian Williams uh, claiming he took uh, heavy fire when he was on a Chinook in Iraq. You know, while he was flying as a reporter for NBC, or whatever, and that. Later, he came out. He was lying, basically. Um, that, but that that old that that, that old that old chestnut Hesher. Um, where I've been. T- I'm under. I'm under heavy fire, like Hillary Clinton, Brian Williams. You know, uh, Bill O'Reilly even made a sort of similar claim when he was in Argentina as a reporter. He had a kind of Brian Williams moment as well. And so, uh, and so, yeah. That that is um, something that yeah. We'll so we'll see. Any other comments on any of the nominees? Oh, I just I wish them all the best, and uh, they need to keep doing it. You know, people are voting right now, you guys. So we know you'll we know you guys out there, uh, you Craig Timbergs, you Michael Weisses, you Rachel Maddows, uh, all all the people on the list here. Jake Tapper, we're pulling for you guys. So keep up the great job. Keep up, good job, good job. That's more than a golf clap. Keep up the I, fake news. Uh, you guys are doing great, and we'll see who comes out on top this year. It's going to be an interesting, uh, interesting battle to see who comes away with the 2017 Horace Greeley Award for Best Fake News Journalist. And I just want to assure everybody out there, I want to assure all our listeners uh, at the Sunday Wire and everybody at ACR, uh, anyone's listening, that this is a, fr- this is an, a free and fair election. Uh, polling that we're running. There is no Russian influence in this election and polling that we're running here for the Horace Greeley Award. Zero Russian influence uh, on, on, on this contest, as well as the fake news Final Four. So Russia is not tampering with our polling here at uh, at the Sunday Wire. I just want to assure everybody that because I know there's some possibly some questions would be raised. That's not happening. This is absolutely above board. So, you know, That's right. We've got our cybersecurity measures in place and they are being monitored. So uh, no foreign entanglements shall be allowed in our voting no, system. No fancy bears or cozy bears involved in this election. So vote for your uh, Horace Greeley Award winner. This is a very prestigious award, Hesher. You know, I'm just, uh, just going to throw that out there. It's, uh, it's, it's not something. 
it's not something that anybody can get. You know what I mean? It's, so it's uh, on the level of like a Heisman Trophy. It is, yeah, or the Wooden Award yeah. in uh, the John Wooden Award in college basketball. So you know, we're, we're just saying. So we'll we'll announce uh, the winner next week uh, alongside with the champion of whoever wins on the CNN BBC Fake News. Uh, championship for the winner of the Fake News Final Four. So that will be coming up uh, next week. Look forward to reporting on that. We don't know where or how we'll be broadcasting next uh, Sunday, but uh, we'll have a great show lined up for you next week. And so thank you everybody for listening. That's it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Thank you to all our guests. Good news, boppers. The big alert has been called off. It turns out that the early reports were wrong. All wrong. Now, for that group out there that had such a hard time getting home, sorry about that. I guess the only thing we can do is play you a song.